Support for OPB comes from our members and from our sponsors, like Mike Rosenberg from Columbia Credit Union. Mike says they trust what they see and hear on OPB, and that aligns with Columbia Credit Union's brand. This is Think Out Loud on OPB. I'm Dave Miller. Eugene Weekly has been the city's alt-weekly since 1982. As they wrote recently, we've sought to enlighten you, we've sought to entertain you, we've pissed you off even when we didn't mean to, and most of all, we have stood as this community's alternative voice, a watchdog that speaks up to power on behalf of everyone. One thing they're not doing right now is publishing their paper. They announced over the holidays that they had suffered a huge blow, alleged theft and mismanagement by a longtime employee, leading to huge unpaid bills. The entire 10-person staff were laid off three days before Christmas, and the paper was not printed for the first time in more than 20 years. Camilla Mortensen is still the editor of Eugene Weekly. She joins us now. Welcome back. Hi. When did you realize that something was very wrong? You know, we had, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say like an inkling. There was sort of um, mid-December, we were getting some questions about um, closing the books and not getting any answers on it. Um, and then when this uh, former employee was out of the office is um, when things started to become very apparent that things were deeply wrong. Um, and that's when uh, our tech guy got on the computer and to look at some of the accounting and realized that right off the top, he could see that there was nine, at least $90,000 to $100,000 of, of checks and reimbursements to this person. Hmm. Oh, directly to an employee as a as opposed to, to the printer or, or other places. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, so there's that, that a whole other factor as well. Well, so I understand that this is an ongoing criminal investigation. And so there are limits on what you can say, but can you give us a basics of what happened to the best of your ability? Um, yeah. I mean, it appears that this longtime employee was embezzling, writing checks to themselves, and then also not paying really important bills. So we owe right now at least $70,000 to our printer um, who has graciously agreed um, if and when we can get printing again that if we prepay they will they will print us again which is huge um, so things like that and then just getting oh our payroll company like $20,000 and I looked at my uh, retirement account somebody mentioned that they had noticed something weird and there's been no payments into my Oregon Saves retirement account all year so we're just we just keep finding more and more like the depths of it. We don't we don't even really we don't know yet. Do you have a sense for how much money in total um, was not paid? You know, when you add in retirement and and the the printing press and and everything else. I mean, we're guessing a hundred thousand to two hundred thousand. Um, just you know, I. Um, I'm, I, I don't know. I, as editor, I handle a lot more of the, the obviously the um, the editorial work and not finances. So I'm getting a crash, crash course in financials. But that is that is my understanding. It could be as high as two hundred thousand. Hmm. I hope this doesn't come off as as blaming the victim. But do you have a sense for how this could have gone on for so long and to such an extent without it being discovered a- until now? You know, ironically, some of the the systems we had in place to protect the integrity of the paper and the integrity of the product 
um, of the journalism that we're doing, I think were the same things that that led to this. So as the editor, I don't I don't handle finances. I don't know like I know what my budget is. I know what I pay freelancers, um, but I don't handle finances because if I were to know, for example, how much an ad costs or if that a community member was you know contributing money or something, it, the fear would be that it would it would bias our reporting. It's a um, it's a firewall that um, as journalists we are proud of. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, ad sales, bringing in the money, but not responsible for the, you know, for the, the accounting of it. And so um, one of the things I think we're, we're learning is to sort of, um, you know, what we, we thought we had checks and balances in place, but obviously not, not enough. And so one of the first things we're doing is we're going to, we're going to bring someone in to, as soon as we can afford it, um, to bring someone in to sort of just look at the operations and be like, how do we not do this again, ever Hmm. Have you gotten any meaningful updates from the police? I mean, do you have a sense for where the investigation stands right now? I don't entirely. The police have definitely been um, have definitely been in ch- touch and like made sure that you know we know that they're investigating. It's been, I believe, the financial crimes unit has it now. Um, a lot of it is up to um, financial, not sorry, uh, forensic accountants going through and just looking at our books and seeing all the places that things happened. Um, over the past probably several years. I mentioned um, that in your letter letter to the community just a couple days after Christmas, you noted um, that all 10 members of staff were laid off two days before Christmas. There's never a good time for somebody to be laid off, but that seems like an especially painful one. How are staff doing right now? It was absolutely horrible. It is, I've laying off is not usually something I've ever really had to do and to tell like, you know, my calendar editor, my arts editor, my reporter, my um, copy editor who operates on a shoestring, like, I'm so sorry, we have no money, you, you know, I have to lay you off um, was just horrible. And I guess one of the things that made it less horrible is they were just been so amazing. And they're just like, well, if you're fighting, we're fighting. So we're gonna we're not gonna go down without a fight. And so they they've been amazing. What does fighting mean? Um, that we've still put out um, a very small digital paper. Um, so it's not what our readers want. Our readers are very print focused. But um, it just when you when you when you discover as we've really discovered how much something means to the community like this paper does like you can't just take that away so um putting out a digital paper fundraising um just doing everything we can to to get this paper back we asked folks um about their responses to this news on Facebook. Missy Marks said, this paper is vital to our community. It's the only paper in Eugene that still publishes letters to the editor. What has the community response been like since you made your announcement? Um, Amazing. I mean, it's, it's, you know, when we discovered all this, I was just shattered and was just like, this paper, like we're we're done. We don't have any money. We have tremendous losses. And then the next response from I think me and from everybody was, okay, like we don't take this paper away from the community without giving the community and ourselves a chance to 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 bring it back. And so immediately, like the next morning, there were people coming to our our office, which technically was closed, but we went ahead and opened the doors. Um, like coming to the office and doing anything from like uh, there was a local veterinary 
facility that knows that we have, you know, almost all of us have pets. I have office dogs that are bless, blissfully being very quiet right now. Um, and they offered to provide medical care for our pets. People have offered food. They have made contributions. They have sent just lovely messages and just anything imaginable. Um, there's local um, local restaurant doing a fundraiser today. There's a local um, pub here in town that's doing a fundraiser. It's just unasked, you know, I asked in the sense that we're like, please help us. But in the sense that people have just stepped up and been like, here's what I'm going to do for you has just been just, I guess, reassures me of, of people's belief in, in local independent journalism. Hmm. Do you have a sense right now, though, for the gulf between what has already been raised and, um, and the hole you're trying to dig out of? Kind of, um, just because I feel like I keep, we keep getting like, bills or like a notification of a, of some some finances that were that were also messed with so I, I feel like every once in a while there's another step backwards but um i mean looking at we had a we have a gofundme and then we also have a, a contribution page at the weekly and looking at those i can from what i can see we've raised at least a hundred thousand dollars in a week which is just mind-blowing to me um and then but like just knowing the gap of like what we owe um, it's just still a pretty big gap, but at the same time, if we can get ourselves printing, if we can start selling advertising again, then I'm, I'm feeling more and more like we really do have a chance. Camilla, best of luck to you. And thanks for giving us some of your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. That's Camilla Mortensen, editor of Eugene Weekly. Think Out Loud and OPB's critical reporting from all across the Northwest happen only with the support of our members. Do your part now and join in as a sustainer at opb.org pod.